of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I am Mike. And I am Grizz. And we are back with a, another Donald Farmer classic, Cannibal Hookers. Uh, this is a favorite of the underground uh, independent shot on video film community. That was a mouthful. Um, a 1987 straight to video film, I guess you could say, right? Shot in July of 86 uh, in Los Angeles. And this is a total Hollywood movie. The scenes are just yeah. screaming oh, dude, Hollywood. All the B-roll. All the B-rolls, like uh, the Sunset Strip and all shit like that. Oh, like, yeah. just screams 80s. Uh, I believe this was first originally released by Donna Michelle, right? And actually, I think it was, uh, what is the other one there? Um, Italian Stallion, is that the name of it? What? Yeah, dude, it's not a Donna Michelle tape. It's actually like, uh, I think it's Italian Stallion, t- like productions no or way. some shit. So. Italian Stallion Video Corporation. Yeah, that's from what I'm saying. Wow. That's, it's, uh, that's what I would name my production company. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Damn. And then, uh, of course, the one we watched is the I Will Dance on Your Grave Cannibal Hookers uh, Magnum video release from 1992. And I, strangely enough, have a 63 or so minute cut of the film. And you have a a 90 minute cut of the film, Possibly. right? Yeah, I feel like I watched a 90 minute cut as far as like my, my recollection goes. If you're not familiar with the I Will Dance on Your Grave uh, series, it's a series of four different movies that are all in this same kind of category uh, featuring one of our, our favorites, uh, Tim Ritter. He's got his movie Killing Spree on this. Savage Vengeance, Lethal Victims, and of course the one we're covering now, Cannibal Hookers. These are all really cool tapes, great covers. Yeah, and is this the same Magnum video from the 80s? This is not is this a the different same one? Magnum video from the 80s. A lot of people, I think, get that confused, but these have nothing to do with it. This is Magnum video. Uh, I think that was Magnum Entertainment that was uh, the 80s company. So, Oh, dude, this... this uh, so I'm looking right now at their releases. They're the ones that did uh, Caligula, Sins of Rome. Yeah, those Caligula... Reincarnated as Nero, and then Caligula reincarnated as Hitler. So have you ever watched any uh, of those? No, dude. But I've never crazy. been able to get my hand. I've never been able to get my hands on a copy of any of those. I've been looking. If you have a copy, please trade it to me. Uh, yeah, that dude. would be very nice. I'd be interested to see what um, it's all about. They also have one called The Trial of Jeffrey Dahmer from 1992. That I want. Uh, I actually have, I, I think I almost bought that a couple weeks ago. It looks so Shocking cool. brain surgery. Oh, <laughs> I feel like I've seen that. Uh, the Secret Life of Jeffrey Dahmer, that's also a Dead Alive release, was also released by this Magnum video. Yes. Uh, we also have Robo Vampire, which you may be familiar with. Uh, looks like Robocop on the cover, right? Very high on uh, my list right now. Psycho Thrill 
is I, another one that you I, may have seen. I just had Psycho Thrill and I watched it. It's like a Mexican action movie. Um, it really wasn't my thing. It's a cool movie. I mean, it just wasn't really for me. So I ended up trading it to my buddy Ronnie. Uh, he was super happy to have that. He collects like Mexican tapes and stuff. So, the erotic adventures of Don Quixote. Wow. Very erotic. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would be very interested in watching those Caligula ones, and that Trial of Jeffrey Dahmer one is also probably very interesting. And of course, uh, Killing Spree is a classic that we will end up doing on here, right? Yeah, it's like honestly like top five favorite movies for me. Yeah, that movie's fucking crazy, man. That's best as felt, right? My boy. So, uh, this Cannibal Hookers kind of goes along with that late 80s hooker f phase of movies, right? Uh, we had, what, uh, Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers, even Frankenhooker. Frankenhooker. Oh, yeah. Uh, I forgot about Frankenhooker. Good call. That was. I think that was technically released in 90, right? Yeah, I mean, but this is still uh, that late 80s, early 90s wave of, uh, of movies. They all kind of have the same vibe. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I mean, this is a 70s movie, but uh, I have a movie called Vampire Hookers. Yeah, it's <laughs> so bad, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Continental Big Box, right? Yeah, yeah. That's oh, so boy. <laughs> Cover's great. Uh, but this, but... you know what, know what this movie kind of reminded me of? Just a little bit, but not, you know, just enough. Like uh, Bordello of Blood. Yeah. Well, because it has that same, like, sexy, evil lady vibe thing. And I, like I, I totally get that. Yeah, like when all the women come out of, like, that hallway. It's like, wow, this kind of reminds me of Bordello of Blood. Yeah. Only no Corey Feldman. You can, uh, <laughs> I'm happy to die at that moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so... Would you say this is probably the best Donald Farmer film? Is this your favorite? Uh, the favorite that I've seen so far, I have yet to see Demon Queen, and I hear that that is one of his best, so I, I'm holding out to keep my judgment until I see that. But this Scream is Dream? Definitely. Uh, no, I mean, uh, sorry, Demon Queen. That's the one I'm thinking No, no, of. no, but I'm saying, have you seen Scream Dream? I have seen Scream Dream, and it's... That's it's, a Donald Farmer film? Right, not worth right. the, the hype that I like and this of, one better of than course, that anyways. And of course we did Vampire Cop, right? Dude, you can totally... It has like a lot of like Donald Farmer-esque things about both of these movies. Like, you know, that movie and this movie that are very similar. Yeah, of course. Uh, you could see how he ended up making this. Uh, well, he made this first, and right. then he made Vampire Cop uh, in the early 90s. But you could see that, you know that uh, evolution of Donald Farmer filmmaking. I could say it. And Demon Queen was uh, made in the same year, uh, 87, that, that The Hookers was done, so I would love to see... I, I'd love to see that either way, but it'd be cool, because I think this is probably my favorite work of his so far, so it, it probably holds up to be true that Demon Queen kicks ass. What's funny is that they have a clip of from Curse of the Screaming Dead in this, which is a mogul video release, and you see that they announce uh, at the end they thank mogul video for like that uh, yeah. well, mogul entertainment, whatever it is, for that clip, and that's what Demon Queen was released on. So he it must was. have called them and been like, "Hey, uh, can you do me a favor and just send me like a clip of this? Is that cool?" Uh, so awesome. That was pretty interesting to me. Yeah, mogul entertainment, whatever the hell it was. Those seriously, those are some of the coolest covers of uh you know of any of the companies they really Especially did a good job on their artwork I, I think they're probably the best 
I, I feel like the same guy did all the artwork for those two. Right? They oh, all look relatively similar. Yeah, it definitely all has the exact same vibe. It's really cool. I like them. They, look them up. Look up, like, Mogul VHS. Uh, I, I even like the, the action films look crazy. Nice together. I like that the, all the art has that same appeal. So when you got them all together, they look sick. Yeah, I mean, they also were the ones that released uh, released released the Lucio Fulci movie Contraband. Yeah, you just picked that uh, up. That's right? probably not too long ago. Uh, I've had, yeah yeah a few months back I got that. Uh, that was a very uh, worthwhile pickup. I really like that movie. It's not a horror film. It's an action movie about like the mob so sort cool. of. Yeah, yeah, like smugglers and shit. It's it's awesome. And I had but no also, idea you know, did an action film until you told me you got that, and I was like, "Holy shit, are you serious?" Dude, Fulci so cool. did a ton of stuff like that, dude. I have one called. It's like a uh, where is it? It's somewhere up there, but it's a White Fang movie. <laughs> oh, White Fang. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, you know, he was very uh, widely cultured. spread out in the genres. Yeah, he was cultured. Um, yeah, so. This movie is probably going to be a bit more entertaining than Vampire Cop was, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I like Vampire Cop for what it is, but this movie is a lot more entertaining. Uh, this is definitely more of a horror film than Vampire Cop yeah. was. That was more of like a TV movie, like a lifetime TV movie. Romance, yeah, right? drama. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one is pretty, pretty sleazy, I guess. It also doesn't have a ton of gore in it you don't really see the kills Not but there are some good there are some good good things about it a lot it, of off-camera right? kills but yeah yeah uh so unfortunately there is no trailer to this so well for this so i'm gonna play some music and then we'll get into the movie hookers grizz you know what's coming oh shit give me that <laughs> yeah give me that synopsis i just so i see him in his webcam obviously because we record this remotely <laughs> and i just saw him get startled when i said synopsis <laughs> his whole his body language just shifted immediately Dude, i totally forgot about this you're gonna fucking smoke me this week all right oh um, good, good luck do I have to go first always? Why don't you go yeah. first for a change? No, 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 no. <laughs> you you gotta go, baby. All right, all right, all right. Uh, when in a, an ins... Uh, oh, shit. Okay, two young ladies are desperate to get into a sorority. You'll do anything they can when... Uh, uh, <laughs> dude, this is Come so on. bad. Come on, grind it out. Grind it out. Grind it out. 
<laughs> We're rooting for you. Grind it out. <laughs> no, you give up. Yeah. Let's say um, two sorority hopefuls get more than they bargained for when they become. I see. Yeah, it's a tough hookers. one, right? Yeah, yeah. Because to to be honest. I don't even know what the point of this story There's, is. The story like is like <laughs> inept in this movie. It doesn't really exist. There's no ending to it. So now let's just also be clear that that does not mean the movie is bad. No, not at By all. By no it's means. Good. I we wanna we wanna really hammer that in that just because the story doesn't make sense. Doesn't mean that the movie is bad. I mean, look, Lucio Fulci is probably my favorite director out of everybody. Oh, yeah. And I can't name any of his movies that actually make sense. No, and it's like <laughs> this story is so hard to put into a synopsis because it, there's it's so much is going on that doesn't really have anything to do with like the movie. It's just awesome shit. So it's I don't know. We get a pass. It's this just week. a collection. Yeah, it's a collection of scenes that make up a sixty to ninety minute video presentation. <laughs> so, one thing that is really good in this movie, uh, the soundtrack, right? I love uh, it. the music you just heard. You know that shit's awesome, and we have the intro to the movie, which is obviously the same. So uh, I probably don't have to play that for you. Um, it's such a Donald Farmer then, intro too. Like the whole music plays forever, and like the whole just cut scenes and B footage playing. It, it feels like a Donald Farmer film. Yeah, yeah. And we see this like guy eating what a bloody heart, right? That's Lobo. Lobo. He looks different in every scene, but uh, <laughs> totally he's eating does. a bloody heart. And we see this other uh, hooker, I guess, come in and she says, like, everything has to be ready. We're going to have a killer weekend. So they're planning something and you don't quite know what at this point. Right. Uh, the Lobo character doesn't really need to be there, but he does play a pretty important role at the end of this film. Right. Oh, yeah. He, he comes in handy at the very end and, and, and kind of attributes to a little bit of the story I guess and right after this we get the credits right the opening credits and we get a super super 80s uh, track for this this sounds like something like your mom would have been listening to in like more so like 1990 I guess yeah. <laughs> it gets better trust me <laughs> Supermarket so, sweep. That's what it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow, it's pretty good. Uh, I like it a lot, actually. I would. I'm gonna listen to this now on the regular. Taking a shower uh, tomorrow morning. To <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so we get the credits and all that, and of course, like a Donald Farmer film, it goes on for a while. We hear this music for a while too. Hell yeah! It uh, legitimately song. plays for like yeah, two and a half minutes. Um, <laughs> I don't think I need to play the whole song for you right now, uh, unless you want me to just keep playing it. Torture. No, I see you getting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we see this guy following this girl, 
and this looks like a hooker, right? Yes, she looks does. like she's a prostitute, and he kind of looks like a like a predator almost, right? He looks like there's something up with him. He's got this like leather jacket on, and she dips into a bar, and he follows her, right? He also goes in and kind of sits across from her, and it's super weird because he looks like he's, you know, the one that's gonna do something bad here. Uh, but it's actually quite the opposite. Oh, yes. So, yeah. So eventually he makes his move and she says like, yeah, whatever. Like, you want to come to my apartment? Right. And he goes with her to this fucking place and he's going to have the night of his life or the night of the end of his life. I don't know. Something like that. (laughs) But we do. We do get this cool, like, purplish-pink lighting, too, that you see in the oh, house that. that she lives in. Yeah, it looks it looks really cool. It reminds me of, like, Terrorize. They do that kind of lighting in that movie when the guy's melting. It's awesome. So do you recognize and that guy? No, who was he? It's Drew Coderis uh, from Blood Diner, Evil Spawn, uh, Deep Space. He's, like, he was big in this, like, underground horror scene of this time, so he's a recognizable face. Is he one... Wait, is he... He's one of the brothers? I'm almost positive he's one of the brothers in Blood Diner. I'm, I'm like, looking at him right now, and... Or was he... Or did he play Uncle Antoine uh, or that's whatever? I was gonna say, I think uncle now that Anwar. I'm looking at it, he might be the uncle. Uncle Anwar, Uncle Anwar. Um, that's... Oh, man, we're looking at him getting his finger cut off, which is about... Well, bitten off. Yeah, which is about to happen off. right now. Yeah, it's kind of funny when he goes into this, like, room, there's porn playing on the TV, right? Uh, That's a very Donald Farmer thing to show in a movie. And she comes back, and she's, like, just in her underwear, but she has a hatchet behind her back. She's like, oh, I came back with my friend, right? And this guy kind of doesn't know what's going on, but he's still kind of going along with it, right? He's, He's... he, he's visually uncomfortable at this point, but he's like, you know, getting worked up and all this shit. And she bites him on the hand, which <laughs> yeah. was kind of hard to tell, but he starts freaking out. And then she's like, oh, let me kiss it and make it better. And she bites his finger off. And you do see like the stump of his finger, like bleeding, like gushing blood. And eventually she drops the hatchet on him and you do not see the hatchet going into his forehead, unfortunately. No, they do have the, uh, uh, the cutaway on that. That's a little bit of a letdown because that is the best part of uh, these shot on video slash low budget films. They usually try to outdo one another. And for this time, you probably would see that in 90% of the other films, right? Oh, for sure. And another notable thing about that scene is uh, uh, for any of you that watched or listened to the Fatal Pulse episode that we just did, this uh, this is the chick right here who who has the hatchet to this guy's head who gets her throat cut with the record in that movie, that iconic oh, no scene shit. from Fatal Pulse. It's the same girl from that scene. No shit. Yeah, Sky Nichols so- is the actress. So we now see one of our main characters, Hillary, and she's arguing with her mother, who's super uptight about everything, apparently, right? And Hillary wants to um, pledge to a sorority, 
and her mother's talking about how her friend's a piece of shit and all this stuff. She doesn't want her hanging out with her. She's a bad influence because uh, Hillary's like a up, upscale, you know, North Shore uh, rich person, yeah, right? Her friend <laughs> Didi's lowbrow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, her friend Didi looks like the girl from um, Hack a Lantern. Totally. The one that that's with Billy at the store, right? With like the white hair. Hell yeah. And it's, what's funny about the that you mentioned Hacker Lantern is that the mom in this scene is in Hacker Lantern. She's one of the actresses from that movie. No way. Yeah. Is she the mom in Hacker Lantern? Katrina Gardner. I don't know. I think she might be the mom in Hacker. She's also in like Rollerblade and uh, in the movie Tombs that. Uh, what's his name? Did we just covered one of his movies recently? I can't think of it now. Oh, you're, oh, he did you're looking back at your Robert. Oh, uh, Fred, uh, Fred Olin Ray. Ray. Yeah, really. Yeah, see, small world. And she's Everything the uh, executive producer of this movie, so she played a pretty big role in making this movie happen. You know what? I don't think she's the mom in Hack a Lantern. She's got to be somebody else. Um, the mom was kind of young in that movie, I think, and that would have been she's around not, the same she's time, not right? Super old in this movie. I mean, she plays the mom, but she's she's still kind of a young chick. I don't know. We're going to have to look that up. Yeah. So, Fact check. Yeah, so Hillary goes out to Dee Dee's car, and they have this little conversation right here. Come on, let's get out of here. What, is your mom on the rag again? Are you kidding? She's never been off her. Didn't you tell her where we were going? Are you crazy? If I told her I was pledging a sorority, she'd have a spasm. So, obviously, this is going to be done on the down low, right? Her mom can't know what's going on. No. Um, I like that. Is your mom on the rag again? Has she ever been <laughs> off? Um, I I really like these two characters as friends because this, despite the fact that they're not the greatest actresses, it's believable that they're like buddies. Yeah, great dynamic right? between they the have two great, of them. Yeah, they have great chemistry. So they're going to go uh, pledge the Gamma Zeta Beta sorority. And apparently this sorority has a bad reputation, mm -hmm. right? So Hillary and her friend, uh, they get the rundown from the sorority president, whose name is Stephanie, I believe. And they were late to this first initiation meeting or whatever the hell they're going to do. So she's kind of already you know hillary's on the shit list with this girl stephanie who's kind of a dick but uh stephanie has like the initiation proposal for them if they want to be uh i can't even remember the sorority's name the gamma zeta beta uh material they got to do this you know something you just gave me the most intriguing idea for your initiation how about if you both dress up like hookers and parade up and down Sunset Boulevard and pick up at least one customer each? How does that sound? You want us to be hookers? So uh, they actually go along with this idea. They're actually okay with it. Right? That's kind of weird. Yeah, that, I that feel would be like, a weird uh, thing for me just to be like, yeah, all right, we're going to be hookers for a night. Yeah, yeah, why not? And Hillary's like really down too. She was really willing to go all the way. Finally. Yeah. So uh, we now see this other hooker that's 
I guess from uh, the whorehouse that you're about to find out is like in the middle of this uh, Hollywood neighborhood. I love that her name is Raven and also. That's a great hooker name. Is that her name? Yeah. She, she, she she's says wearing, it when they gets back to the house. She's wearing like the, uh, the what's it called? The ultimate warrior sunglasses. <laughs> and she's got the same hair as the warrior too. So that's kind of funny. But oh, one thing these this, two this guys movie is not lacking is giant fucking hair. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. So she takes these two dudes to this giant mansion, and this is the same mansion that we saw from the beginning of the movie. And the one, uh, I guess, is told to like go, and somebody else will take care of them or some shit, right? Because uh, they split up. And the one, I didn't get their names. I don't even think they have names. I think they were just listed as like victim one, victim two. <laughs> but she takes his belt off, right? And puts it around his neck and says something to the effect of like, oh, like this is supposed to be like really good or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. And eventually Lobo sneaks in behind her and... I guess he crushes this guy's head. Yeah, right? that's kind of what it that's seems what I like got from it. Yeah, and like she's kind of surprised. She's like, "Wow, that's that's cool." What I right? love about the scene too is that like while like Lobo is sneaking up on him, he's like has his eyes closed and just like rolling his head around like in in like passion. I guess it's supposed to be, but he's doing it for yeah. so long and like nothing is happening between the two of them. It's so awkward. So now we see this main cannibal hooker, Raven, you said her name was, yeah, right? Raven. She's lying on this altar with a skull, and Lobo uh, brings her a cup of blood. Lobo brings blood. This is just so you get a little idea of the uh, acting in this film. How nice breakfast in bed. <laughs> so that's actually Carmilla. Raven was the oh. one that picked up the two outside of the, with the truck. So that's like oh, the head okay. so hooker. Carmilla is the, is the head one. Yeah. Raven is the other one. Yeah. Okay. It was a little hard for me it's, to I pick get up it, on dude. the names it in this. It really is. So Hillary's getting the third degree from her mom, right? She comes home and she's all fucking pissed at her. She's like, where you been? I know you're lying. Where you been? <laughs> uh, she's in college, but for some reason, her mom's still up her ass. So this is like your typical 80s teen film drama stuff, but it's not a teen film. Just parents yeah. just don't understand, man. Dude, I just saw Will Smith on, on the TV before. <laughs> and like that, that era Will Smith. That's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, Small. it was meant to be. Yeah. yeah. So... We see this shop because the girls are now going shopping for their hooker clothes. And Hillary's boyfriend is there. His name is Bruce with his two friends, Daryl and Dwight. I just pulled that out of my ass right there. Pulled it. But they're going through, they're like going through all the stuff in the store. And we get a pretty good line here from, I believe, Daryl. <laughs> Look at this. Vampire playgirls. I bet this bitch gives a nasty head. <laughs> See, that's a real late 80s shot on video line right there. <laughs> totally. Where, is. Like, 
Yeah, like all the frat guys would be like, that would be fucking cracking up. So funny. Yeah, yeah. So we meet Bruce here, who's Hillary's boyfriend of one week, but they're steady, (laughs) right? She's serious. Ever since uh, signups or whatever, whatever she said, registration. Registration. But she's like, what are you doing here? And he has a really good response. Uh, hi, what, what are you doing here? Well, I think it's kind of fun to browse around places like this, see how all the freaks spend their money. True. <laughs> <laughs> but he wants to hang out with her this Saturday night, but unfortunately, she's got to turn tricks for her sorority, I guess, on Saturday night. Priorities. And she's like fumbling around. Yeah, right. And she even admits, oh, like I'm going to this sorority. And he's like, oh, that one. And you can tell that everybody thinks that this sorority house is like a real piece of shit place, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, doesn't like like the one dude even like make a comment about like some of the crazy shit that they're like supposedly do there? Yeah, like barnyard like, animal shit, yeah. animals and stuff. <laughs> it's so weird. So now it's Saturday night, the big night, and they're dressed like they're about to hit the street. And we get another montage of the strip with uh, a song that sounds like it's the Cramps, but it's not. Every song sounded like the Cramps really that like did. had a guitar, but it was a different, different groups. But here we have Stephanie giving them the rundown for the night, saying like, after you pick up your two Johns, you got to go back to this place, which is the whorehouse, and these girls don't know it yet. And uh, she gives them this final tidbit of advice right now there are only three things for you to remember and what would that be stay away from vice watch out for pimps and charge extra for blowjobs <laughs> yeah that's like a super late 80s line right there too for a movie it's so um, crazy. you ever that see is, that, that yeah, glow that. wrestling I only saw like one episode of it. She that that girl there, that Stephanie is Sheila Best. She's like a wrestler that was in like Glow throughout its entirety and stuff. Like the real Glow? Yeah, like uh, well, like the no, the movie that they did, like the yeah, yeah. She's like the wrestler in that. Oh really? Yeah, that's pretty. So she so she had a pretty good career then. If she was still working, I would twenty s- years, thirty years later, maybe, s- possibly, yeah, hopefully, possibly, hopefully. <laughs> so this is where we see Hillary's like really strangely okay with this plan. She's the Dee Dee's really kind of reluctant, but Hillary's like, no, I'm doing this shit. Fuck that. And we see the guys, Bruce, Daryl, and Dwight watching some TV, and they're talking about the movies that are on. And I believe the movie that they're watching is Hell Camp of the Gland Robbers. <laughs> and this is where we see the uh, um, the clip from Screaming Dead or whatever the hell it was. Um, so they also like fight over like, oh shit, like no, like there's like Martian maniacs on like Channel 13. Yeah, we the, should the watch that. The movies that they were saying were so funny. It, it's really I like when they make up names for movies and I like when they actually make up fake movies in the movies even better uh, yeah that's the best that's the the movie that did that the best was demons that was awesome oh yeah like the, the one that they were showing it was so good I almost wish on it was our, actually like a movie like a standalone movie on our YouTube account I put together every part of the demons movie that's played in the theater I like 
edited it together and it's like maybe around three or four minutes so good it's pretty cool yeah check it out it's go to our youtube it's worth watching so bruce's friends are pretty reasonable right they're giving him like dude like you're fucking naive as hell they're snapping him back to reality when he's talking about how hillary is doing her sorority thing with this fucking dirtbag sorority and they're like dude like that's like not a good place for you know yeah, your girlfriend to be she's probably she's probably gonna do some fucking weird shit and finally they they basically convince him to go look for her right and i like imagine being in that situation as bruce after hearing this because he doesn't seem to be like in the frat community or anything like that and these guys are saying like oh they like make you bang animals and all that was, shit yeah, and shit really they were saying was ridiculous <laughs> and really they're pretty spot on because what they make them do like that's pretty fucked up man that's like really <laughs> fucked up so uh this is where we get another funny scene of hillary and Dee Dee out finally walking the walking the street their hooker clothes and on. they get a yeah, they get approached by another hooker that's like, oh, like, are you fucking invading my turf? Right? Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? And they're like, no, 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 we swear we're not. She's like, oh, you dress like this all the time? Uh, like, that was pretty funny. Everyone's dressing like hookers. Yeah, yeah, and then, like, I guess a car pulls up and she runs away. So this is where they get pretty lucky, right? Bruce and his friends roll up on them, and they find uh, the girls out here, and... Here's another strange reaction. Bruce is not that mad about seeing this, right? <laughs> yeah, he's so strange. He's like, yeah, he's like pretty like whatever about it. Uh, but they come out with this idea like, how about you guys come with us and you can be the Johns and they don't know who you are. So it really, that's a good plan. That was a solid yeah, plan. How come the, they the best bet. How come they didn't think about that from the beginning? Seriously, they're just going to pick up some random dudes who thought they were going to get yeah. sex from them. It's so sketchy. Yeah, what the fuck? So this is where they go to that whorehouse. This is the address that Stephanie from the sorority gave them, which I thought she was in on the whole plan, but apparently not. Apparently it was just like a coincidence, right? Bad luck, wrong place, wrong time. But they're in this abandoned looking house and Lobo out of nowhere grabs one of Bruce's friends, right? Is that, uh, I believe that's Dwight, Dwight that yeah. he grabs? The tall, lanky, Dwight Trout, shaggy yeah, with the glasses. Yeah. So he grabs him and just kind of like hugs him. He doesn't really do any damage, but uh, this is where we see Carmella again, right? Mm -hmm. Or is that Raven? No, that's uh, the blonde one is Carmella, and she comes strolling out. Yeah, and she's like, oh, sorry if he was a little rough with you and all that shit. And this is basically where all the bad stuff starts to happen in the movie, right? This is the the downfall of our main characters. They kind of look like Scooby-Doo characters also. Oh, totally. They're all kind of freaked out about what's going on right now, and they realize that they've been sent to an actual whorehouse and all these other girls come out and this is like the bordello of blood scene and they're all kind of like all right I, this is too weird for us so we're we're gonna get out of here and they're all gonna leave except 
Not Daryl. <laughs> My man's said, like, said uh-uh, Daryl's, dude. Yeah, Daryl's like, I'm staying behind. <laughs> and he thinks it's going to be like the best night of his life, right? He's, He's all pumped. pumped. Hell yeah. And I think he said like, after, no, Dwight says to him, if you do this, no girl is going to give you the time of day. And he says, he says something to the effect of like, yeah, I got my own watch. Yeah, I got my own watch. <laughs> yeah, that was the line. I laughed at that also. <laughs> Damn. He's he's confident, man. This guy don't give a shit. So uh, he goes with the girls and he wants, uh, they want him to lay down on this altar. And they straight up say like, yeah, you know, like human sacrifices and all he this shit. It's like some kinky shit's about to go down. So he's playing into it. Yeah, until they handcuff him, right? They're like, yeah, let us just handcuff you. He starts questioning him. Yeah, that's what makes him a little uh, uneasy. And then eventually, she rips out his heart, right? Straight through the chest, Indiana Jones style. Just, he's dead, and that's it. You don't see it. You only see the aftermath. She's like rubbing it on her her boobs and on her face and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's typical late 80s sleeves. So... Yeah, so now we meet these two cops, and they're talking about, like, man, we're finding up all these bodies, and they're all fucked up, they're all chewed up, right? They're they're dude, mutilated. The fucking and one cop looks like Joey Buttafuoco, dude. It's yeah, so stupid. Yeah, I actually have a note in here that says they don't look like cops at all. Not at all, dude. Uh, yeah, and, like, one's kind of a fucking idiot. And apparently Hillary and her friends... Uh, got in the sorority after this. So they didn't even have to do anything. Oh, plan worked. They, uh, they, yeah, the plan worked. And they're going to have a party tonight for the new members. And one thing about this, though, nobody's seen Dwight since the night before. And it's been like, it's like 10 a.m. right now, I believe. Yeah, they're starting to get worried. Yeah, and they're starting to be like, yeah, I think, uh, I think uh, something's, something's up. But, all of a sudden at the house, Mr. Dwight gets a phone call. That's right. I believe you and your friends were at our private club last night. We were just wondering about Dwight. What time did he get out of there last night? Oh, Daryl gets a phone well, call. Well, that's the problem. Dwight had a little too much to drink last night. And I'm oh, afraid yeah, he's Mr. still here. Yeah. He asked if you could come by and get him. Sure, I'll come by. Listen, can I talk to Dwight for a minute? Hello? Are you still there? So, we messed up the names, so just switch anything we said before from <laughs> Dwight to Daryl. Uh, Dwight Schrute is not, in fact, Dwight. Uh, so, Daryl... See, now I'm going to have to get used to saying this. Yeah. So, Daryl and Dee Dee go to the whorehouse to go get Dwight. And they really are unsuspecting of this place they really don't think anything's quite up which is funny because it's suspect as fuck oh yeah it is and they're walking around this place and daryl really isn't bothered about anything he's walking around like carefree like oh i'm just gonna check those back rooms down there and it's empty it's like, you're like, walking there's around. nobody around well not even that but like you're walking around a known whorehouse with <laughs> You know, like he's supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah. So, Dee Dee is approached by Carmela, and she follows her to quote unquote Daryl. Uh, I'm sorry, Dwight. 
No, Daryl. Fuck. <laughs> this is going to be so yes, tough. Yes, yes, yes. So she says like, oh, like Daryl's over here with Dwight. So she goes with Carmela into the other room. And when she walks into the room, she sees Daryl getting eaten on the floor. Right? It's great. Yeah. So I'm so like confused with the names right now. <laughs> And this is where the original VHS cover comes from. Yes. Is this scene right here. Um, Maybe that was actually Dwight on the floor being eaten. And Daryl comes back as like the zombie and attacks her, right? And like they chain her to the wall. The fucking names suck, dude. I wish they were (laughs) in this movie. So, uh, yeah. So Daryl comes back as a zombie and basically attacks uh, Dee Dee, but doesn't exactly kill her. Um, so the two cops from before are about to roll up on these prostitutes. And we get a really nice back and forth between them that made me laugh. You see what I see? You mean over there? Yeah, I think we should go introduce ourselves. See how they're dressed? Think that's uh, some kind of new fashion trend? It's because they're hookers, you dick. They're dressed because they're hookers. I thought that was really good. That was really funny to me. Yeah. Uh, The one cop is like hard as fuck, right? And the other guy's a doofus. Um, So we see the party later at the sorority. And the ADR here is crazy. The couch sound effect that sounds like balloons squeaking (laughs) when she's like trying to get comfortable on the couch. The, the noise is just unreal. It really is. But Hillary tells Hillary tells Bruce that she's not feeling too well, right? She's tired. And she goes upstairs. And who's up there? But Dee Dee, right? And it's a very, like, Lost Boys moment here. <laughs> she's kind of, like, fucked up looking a little bit. Like, she's slightly off color, it's right? Dee Dee, but it's not quite Dee Dee. Yeah. And she's acting really weird. But she ends up biting Hillary. And apparently this turns you into, like, a killer prostitute zombie. Uh, yeah, right? very vampire-ish, that's for sure. So it's, it's a clusterfuck of, of horror tropes. Yeah, so Stephanie, the sorority president, is drunk as fuck. And uh, she's Super Valley Girl also in this, the way she's talking to this oh, guy. Dude, totally. But she's like, I gotta go to the bathroom, because I think she said she was gonna vomit. And she goes upstairs... And who comes out of the shower area, but now zombie Hillary, right? And she bites Stephanie on the neck also, and she faints. So now this uh, virus of cannibal zombie, cannibal, they're, they're like zombies, sort of, uh, basically starting to spread. So... Hillary goes downstairs and she's being all nice to Bruce now, right? Uh, she's She really wants to go back to his house. And this is where we get some more 80s montage music that I really enjoyed. More B-roll of the city, right? God damn, this California. good, dude. Hot. <laughs> Hot soundtrack. So slapping. And yeah, they're going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. So uh, they're going back to Bruce's house, and that's what this montage is. And Bruce gets Hillary a glass of water. And when she, when he comes back, she's in like this fancy lingerie, right out of nowhere. 
and she comes on to him and eventually kills him. She rips out his heart, right? I mean, he's, she's infected she, she 100%. That, like, it's, it's all good at first. She, he thinks that, like, oh, is something, you know, changed all of a sudden and you're, like, down to, you know, get crazy. And, uh, yeah. you know, fool of him to think that because she ripped yeah. his heart out. Yeah, she pulls a Indiana Jones uh, and that's it. Kali Ma rips his heart out. And yet again, you don't see it. So, you know, don't expect, don't expect like a crazy amount of guts and gore in this. It's just not there. But the, but the movie itself in a, you know, that whole is, is pretty nuts. good. Oh man. I'm like playing the movie for you. And this is the spot where it kind of gets a little jumpy here. Yeah, rough spot. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll, we won't be watching this in one of our live streams. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, Lobo is sent to get the detective at this point because they're going to kill him. He's too close to what's going on and they need to out him. So the detective winds up strapped down to this altar of sacrifice, this sacrificial altar. And it's pretty lucky that this happens here. I guess she, Carmela, offers Lobo... Yeah, what'd she say? I'll be nice to you or whatever if you go do this. And he's like, no, you be nice now. And she's like, no, kill him first. And he's like, no, you be nice now. <laughs> and eventually Lobo snaps. No. Be nice to Lobo first. You stupid freak. Kill him. You no give. Lobo, take. Oh. <laughs> So Lobo attacks Carmela out of nowhere and he eventually strangles her and he, she gets stabbed in the chest. Mm -hmm. The <laughs> and, cop ends up stabbing her. Yeah, and the cop pulls out his gun and shoots Lobo in the head and he's got this awesome line at the end. Fucking freaks. You deserve each other. <laughs> Love it. It's like a cap yeah, gun too the... that he shoots. It's like an obvious cap gun. Yeah, and that's the end of the movie, man. So yep. credits. What what did I miss? What did I miss? Do you remember anything <laughs> you, that you, I that you, you missed? It, no, I mean that's that's the exact same cut that I have, honestly. It is. Yeah, and that's I, I don't know what I missed either, but I feel like there's got to so, be more to the fucking story. That's for sure. So there has yeah there. I want to see the full version of this the 90 minute cut if there is one the Italian but it makes sense the 90 that minute cut i know for sure yeah so it makes sense that this would be the same as the dvd cut because it is the same it's the magnum uh, dvd yeah yeah so they must have used this for that who knows so uh grizz why don't you give your final thoughts on this donald farmer classic so this screams donald farmer for sure uh things that i i really liked about it obviously that the music was so good um the like not a lot of gore but what's there it, it is done really well just because the the sensibility of the movie is over the top that you don't really have to have the over the top gore to get the point across and and, and they do really well for what they have here uh the things i don't like about the movie is that there's not a cohesive story maybe that's just our cut that we have but i would like a better ending because that is so anticlimactic. when the credits roll that was like what 
the fuck? So, <laughs> out of a score of five, I would probably give this a, a solid four. So, like you said, the story is pretty nonsensical, but this sums up shot on video horror to a degree. Uh, the cover, you know, of our release, it's like a, like a half-naked girl. The original release is a similar thing. Uh, the movie is not that gory. There's tons of nudity in it. There's tons of implied violence. It's kind of sleazy. It's a very L.A., California movie. It's the acting's cheesy. It's it's great for what it is. If you're into shot on video horror, if you're into low budget movies, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. So I would definitely say watch it. I give it a five out of five, my man. This is <laughs> definitely uh, a, a must watch for that genre and time period of film. So why don't we get to the back of the box? Uh, would you like to read it? Right, uh, it looks go. like you have better lighting. Yeah, you have better lighting than me over there. <laughs> All right, back of the box on the I Will Dance on Your Grave release. These girls will do anything to get into the Zamageta Beta sorority. Their initiation is a dress-up as a couple of Hollywood hookers pick up two Johns and bring them back to the sorority. All the while, the sisters of the Zamageta Beta are waiting to have a little fresh meat when they get there. There's no shortage of blood and guts in the tale of two babes lost in the bright lights of Hollywood. That's kind of deceitful, I think, because there's definitely a shortage of blood and guts. Yeah. Uh, well, there is blood in it. There is, is there blood. blood. Yeah. I do like so the line, not... though. The uh, there's no shortage of blood and guts in the tale of the two babes lost in the bright lights of Hollywood. <laughs> That's a good line to end it with. We see that a lot on early 90s shot on video horror VHS uh, synopsi, synopsises. Oh, they hype it. Yeah. So why don't we uh, hit Jake, hit the wheel, and we'll figure out what we're watching next week. Hey, this is Donald Farmer again. My all-new Cannibal Hookers Blu-ray is now ready to order. Just go to the Cannibal Hookers page on Facebook and send us a PM, and we'll give you all the ordering instructions for how you can do it with PayPal. Thanks a lot. But you see, the deal is, man, you got to step up and spin that wheel. Once you spin it, where it stops, that's what you and I are going to do. And what happens? Well, we both go in the ring. One man comes out. The other... <laughs> well, no. Okay, so we're ready to see what we do uh, next week. Let's spin the wheel and see what comes up. Three, two, one. Next week on the Bad Taste Video Podcast, we will be watching... Killer workout. Oh, shit. Now, I know our friends over at the Laser Graves podcast really enjoy this film. They're uh, they're all about the prior stuff, right? <laughs> or at least EK is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you familiar with Killer Workout? Uh, so this is something that I have. I actually have a DVD of this. I don't own the tape, and it's something that I've kind of just have had. I've never put it in. I've never watched it because I kind of wanted to wait until I watched it on tape, but it looks like I will be breaking that rule this week. So, so this is directed 
by David A. Pryor, who you would know from uh, directing Deadly Prey, Sledgehammer, shit like that. Starring his brother, Ted Pryor, who you would know from all those films also. Uh, Grizz would say he's probably a jock movie actor more so, right? Uh, Let me hit the trailer, and then we'll talk a little bit more about this. So Killer Workout, a 1987 slasher film, low budget, shot, not really on video, but not for a lot of money. Uh, This one's going to be good. Uh, Rhonda, what is it? Like Rhonda's whatever. (laughs) Um, It's the the local gym. (laughs) Uh, I believe Laser Graves have actually done an episode on Killer Workout. So go listen to theirs also and then tell them how much ours is uh, superior, right, when we do it. (laughs) I'm just going to go steal all their information. Yeah, I'm going to steal all. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, EK. Thanks, man. (laughs) Thanks for doing my work, baby. You know what? I'm not even going to watch the movie. I'm just going to transpose their episode. Exactly. I'll be Mariah. (laughs) You could be EK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. This uh, this is along the lines of the fitness horror, death spa, and I guess killer workout is the only one. <laughs> maybe toxic avenger, maybe maybe uh, toxic avenger, toxic avenger, sort of. and uh, the the very very hard to get your hands on radon film hell spa. So I don't I've never seen that one. I have not never either, seen it because it's so fucking hard to find. Okay, so Grizz. What did you get? What have you watched this week? What is up? Oh, man. With everything that's been going on, it's just been crazy. I got a bunch of Vista Streets. Um, to be honest with you, a lot of, uh, I think, our time has been kind of distracted with a stupid video game recently. <laughs> so I haven't yeah, been watching yeah, yeah. too much. Even though I have stuff on, I don't get the really chance to focus in on it. So I'm not going to give myself credit for watching anything. But I have been getting a bunch of tapes, so... I'll, I'll make a, yeah. a note to watch them. Yeah, this week I watched a bunch of stuff. We watched Zombie for our yeah, uh, Twitch stream. Check that out, twitch.tv slash video. We watched Zombie. We also watched, um, what, what was the first one we watched? Uh, the Abomination. such bad memories, jeez. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I guess we're burnt out or something. So we will be doing more of those in the future, but I also watched Reanimator Academy. I watched Haunted Ween. I kind of went through a lot of movies this Does week. Does Academy hold up? Is it, is it worth it? Hell yeah, dude. It's oh, awesome. Right, the, such, it. a, such a good, such a good Reanimator-inspired horror comedy. Yeah, I need it. Low budget. It's self-aware. It's awesome. It's probably one of the better cinema home video releases, but I, I absolutely Sold. love it, but... 
Yeah, I can't wait to receive the package from you this week. That's going to be exciting. Yeah, you got some heaters uh, coming, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, other than that, I don't believe I... Re- I think I got a copy of Killer Party, the key video release. That's a good one. And I don't remember if I got anything else. But... You know, things are coming. We're trying not to... I'm trying not to order as much right now with all this shit going on. I'm not trying to be that guy. He is. Maybe. He's ordering a bunch of shit. So don't let him Fuck you. you. Yeah, yeah. Blow it up my spot. <laughs> um, I do want to yeah, say so thank you for everyone, though, oh. who is joining us uh, on our live streams. This was the first week uh, that we tried it. We do have uh, some big plans in the work for that. Uh, we got confirmation from a certain someone, a director from one of these you films. You could say it. No, you could say I it. I could say it. All right. I wanted to blow up the spot too early. Uh, we do have confirmation that, uh, our, our, one of our favorites, Mr. Tim Ritter is going to be doing a live stream commentary Q and a, uh, on our Twitch channel. We will give everybody information on that when we get the final date on it, but that's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to watch day of the Reaper with Tim so if you guys got questions you want to ask him, if you just want to experience, you know, his thoughts on the movie, you definitely want to check that one out. Yeah. So also, uh, you can visit us on our website at www.badtastevideo.com. You can find the links to all our stuff, including our Patreon. If you want to help out the cause, that would be very, very helpful. Thank you to our new Patreon uh, patron. Yeah, patron. Uh, ben Boyd. What's up, bro? Thank you. Yeah, big thanks, We buddy. really appreciate it. Uh, it allows us to do a lot of a lot of cool stuff like these Twitch streams and things like that, which I have to say, I want to mention that we're actually watching a VHS tape. I'm not ripping these and playing them from a digital file. I'm not playing a DVD, a Blu-ray. You're physically watching what I'm putting in my VCR. Yeah, it's just like our show here. We're not going to do it unless it's in one of our collections. So you're going to see what we have. So we think it makes it feel a little bit more authentic, right? We get to maybe plug it into your... Go get a, an adapter plug it into your CRT or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, Grizz, where can they find you As on the internet? always, you can find me on Instagram at Kane underscore enabler. And you can find me at Bad Taste Video. Like I said before, go check us out at www.badtastevideo.com. If you're listening to us on iTunes or wherever, five stars, please help us out. Uh, set set the haters straight. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll see you next week with Killer Workout. <laughs>